Sorry about that. Okay. That's the best way to start the podcast. Screw it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fox Nova podcast. This is a Geek Week episode where we kind of just do whatever. So, yeah, fine. There we go. Brittany, Brittany, bring it in. Free Brittany. Free uh, Brittany. Today, we're going to talk Harry Potter, all things Harry Potter. I have two guests who are Harry Potter experts. I am not. Have Brian, Apple expert and Harry Potter expert. Hello. Hello. How's it going? And Dennis is like a not Harry Potter expert. Like, what are you like? A... I would say I'm a well-rounded geek. <laughs> like Brian so. has a master's degree in Harry Potter and you've got like <laughs> just like a high school a diploma. Like a bachelor's of fine art. Yeah, either an associate's <laughs> or a bachelor's. <laughs> um cool so yeah so we wanted to take today i wanted to do as always something geek week and i thought harry potter was a good one because kind of done a lot of star trek last year we did star trek um so i have some things prepared for you guys but first maybe each of you brian we'll start with you tell me how you got into harry potter and why you're a fan like what what's the fandom where does that come from yeah so i guess in second grade my best friend at the time he read he had already like read all the books which i'm like thinking about that and i'm like how did this second grader read all these books by the time we were in second grade anyway um he like recommended them to me so i read them so very slowly let me let me tell you because my mom was like oh he's having nightmares so i you know i had to like take it slow but um i just like loved it obvious obviously and so i just kept rereading it like nonstop started watching the movies when I was like old enough, I guess. And then went to universal, like just, it kept building and it hasn't stopped. So yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. And, um, I think the community is like really cool. The fandom. Um, I worked for MuggleNet for like five or six years and just like meeting a lot of people and like a lot of like adults, like full adults, like who were just so committed to like the fandom is really, really cool. And yeah. Sweet. I I, want to ask a real quick question. Do you think now, like, because it started with the book and that's really interesting because a lot of fandom doesn't start with books. Uh, And it's cool that it gets people to read, which I think is good. But do you think that could happen today? Like, like a book could take off like that? You know what I mean? Like so much online stuff competing? That's a good question. I think honestly not as much no absolutely not i mean i even find it hard to get myself reading now like significantly harder than it was like when i was a child like i mean obviously i'm busier but even sometimes if it's between the phone and the book sometimes like i'll go for my phone way more than i would like and i think that obviously growing up in a very technological world for kids now it's gonna be it would be a lot harder but maybe if they see the movies first and then maybe that'll get them into the book i don't know and yeah. So I think this generation has hope. Maybe not the next one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no hope for you next generation. <laughs> All right, Dennis. How did you get your high school degree in a bachelor's uh, <laughs> degree in Harry Potter? Well, um, the Harry Potter books started coming out when I was, I think, 11 years old, which is how old, around the age that Harry Potter is um, when the books start. So it was a huge deal when I was in like elementary school that these books were coming out. There was a lot of like buzz about them before they were even released here. 
Um, and I think I just kind of got to grow up with him. So like as the books came out, I was around the same age as the characters. And I mean, that was pretty cool because then I was able to like put myself in into like what was happening more so than, you know, if I was reading them as like a second grader or I'm sure they would still be good, obviously, but it's a little bit different when you can re relate more to the characters. Um, and so I just, you know, I love to read. So, you know, I started reading them and obviously, as you can see with Brian, you know, it just doesn't end sometimes, the, <laughs> you know, the excitement. So I grew up with those books. All right. So speaking of people on TV, see, people like Harry Potter, but Brian, you were asking about my shirt. It's from Abyssinian Kiosk. Jake Sisko, well, Sirach Lofton's sister makes these shirts. <laughs> and I think people, I don't know, I liked the character when I was watching the show because we we're about the same age. And the same thing with Wesley Crusher is older than me, but when I was watching it, I was like, ah, oh, he's a kid. And I kind of like Wesley Crusher. I don't know. I never had the the hate. Um, I don't know that I don't think Harry Potter gets any any hate, right? Like, is there like him like as a character or like Harry Potter as like a like overall? Ooh, I didn't know there's a difference. Tell me. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I don't think, I mean, I, I think as a character, I mean, people don't have to like love every character that they read about. I think Harry's like pretty stubborn and he's a Leo like me. So, you know, there's definitely a lot of like uh, main character syndrome, but he's also the main character. I mean, obviously, um, but I mean, there's definitely things going on with the Phantom with like JK Rowling's recent commentary and on just like political things and so there's definitely a lot of things going on with that. And I think a lot of people are trying to figure out how to separate art from artists, which I honestly don't think is that possible, but yeah. So uh, yes and no to your question. Yeah. I think a... there are a lot of, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 um, go ahead. I was, <laughs> was going to say, I think like I know a good handful of people who like hate Harry Potter, not the character, but just, all of it like they've never read the books they don't care for the movies maybe it's the genre maybe they're just not into you know like fantasy type of stories but i i mean at least like people my age who um you know who had the books coming out as we were like growing up i know a lot of people don't like them so i don't know exactly for what reason but it people there are people who don't like it <laughs> I think we can agree that Star Wars fans are probably the most annoying fans, then <laughs> then followed up by Marvel fans, which probably are the most annoying. Um, I, I don't know. Harry Potter fans, like at least they read. I'm gonna go with that. At least they think they're reading books. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot. It's a lot of words. It's a lot of books. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, yeah, I, it's a funny point you bring up about JK. Uh she's she's it, it's hard when you like are into a fandom and then you like, it would be like finding out like Jean-Luc Picard is a, I don't know. I'm not going to disparage his name, but you know, like the actors, it's just a bad person. You're like, Oh, can I, can I still, but with the books are a little bit different, right? Because like Harry Potter, I mean, it's totally set. I mean, she's not acting. You don't see her face in it. Right. Like, I mean, it, it, it's difficult because, like, at the end of the day, like, she's the one who created the story. And so, like, like 
the whole thing. I mean, any if you buy if you you know if you're buying merchandise, you're kind of giving money to her. But at the end of the day, it's not like my money is gonna like go to her bank account. It's like they're paying her for rights and stuff like that. So some people are like really going crazy, like only read your first set of books that you have. Like, don't buy anything else. Like, don't go to Universal. Don't see the new movies. Da da da. Which is like totally understandable, and like it's even like a hard thing. I think for for me because I'm I'm. I don't know. It's difficult because the people are trying to like separate art and artist, but it's it doesn't work like that. I think because she wrote the books, like she wrote the story, and um, it's it's not as easy to just say, okay, these are the books. Like, yeah, she wrote them, but she's off to the sidelines now. Like, it's fine. Um, and I think that's just something you have to be okay with when you're like when you're ingesting any form of Harry Potter media in any way. Um, and also this has opened my eyes to like a lot of like local, not local, but like small businesses and like their cute, like merchandise on Etsy and stuff like that in a way that I think I wasn't as into that kind of stuff before. And that's like really cool. Like Dennis actually sent me when I moved to Chicago, like, um, a, like, a well, you know, like one of those boxes that monthly subscription, the subscription box. Yeah. You sent me like Accio and that's like a small business and it was really cool Harry Potter merch and, you know, it didn't directly support, um, someone with whose ideas do not line up with mine at all. So things like that is definitely a plus to something like that happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I listen to, uh, I watch a YouTuber, um, MKBHD a lot, uh, who does tech videos, but he, he broke it down in his podcast and I, I really like the way he took it. He said, I like famous people for what they're famous for. Like, like I like Michael Jordan, basketball player. Like, I like him for basketball. I don't care about his personal beliefs, life, whatever i care about him for that you know and so like he he tries to like isolate i mean sometimes it's not easy but i i, I was like that's kind of an approach maybe to go with um that i started thinking about it like that because we got otherwise a lot of people to erase from me especially lately there's a lot of erasing from history going on um so my the next thing i had here was harry potter world which i've been to a couple times i think i've been to two or two maybe three times but uh as someone who's not a harry potter fan i don't like i wouldn't feel the need to revisit how many times have you guys been how many re why revisit what am i missing dennis do you want to start do you want <laughs> um i've been we've been twice together right is it twice three times i think it's three times Okay. Oh. Yeah. So, are, I gotta check Snapchat memories because they've been coming up the past few weeks, like years ago, two years ago, one year, not one year ago. We did not travel during the pandemic. Don't worry. But yeah, I, two or three times. Yeah, Brian has been about eight million times, but I've gone with him um, two or three times, and you know maybe it's the company, like we just have fun together. But it's also the location. We have fun every single time, and. We've been, like he mentioned, we've been talking about it for the last like, couple of days because two years ago and three years ago, around this time, um, we were there. And I mean, it's so much fun. Like, we miss it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I just like can't, it never gets old. Like, it's so much fun. I, I think about it all the time and I'm like, it's just unreal when you're there because like even putting harry potter aside amusement parks in general are kind of just like magical and by amusement parks i, I kind of really mean disney and universal because i mean you know 
we love like Six Flags roller coasters and stuff, but the atmosphere is not, you know, really the best. Um, but I, it's, it's just like unreal when you're there. It's like, where am I? Like, this is all like, I'm looking around me. It's like all like this weird, like different sets and like all these rides. It's just like not even, it just feels so magical. And then also layering on the fact that we're huge Harry Potter fans and there's a whole Harry Potter world and it's like, that's like Universal's biggest thing now. I mean, it's so cool and it never gets old. And also it's like one of the only places you can have butterbeer. So like, we got to go back. Do they keep adding stuff every time? Like every time you go? Um, like, no, you know, it kind of is like set. They change merchandise. Uh, they might change food a little bit. They're adding, so that Universal's opening up like a whole new park called Universal's Epic Universe. And I think they're slating it for 2025, which is like really bold, bold of them, but they seem to know what they're doing. And so that'll be like on, that'll make it a four park like resort. So it'll have, you know, Islands of Adventure, Universal Studios, Volcano Bay, Dennis's favorite and um the water park and um and then now epic universe which is going to be like huge and i think there's going to be like a fantastic beasts land which is like the rumor so that'll be probably a really really big deal when that opens so when's the when's the next time you're planning on going well <laughs> i don't know i mean i thought about going like next month around my birthday but that's not going to happen with my schedule. And I don't, I don't know. I, I think maybe like December would be like fun, but also who knows what's going on with this Delta variant. I don't know. What about you, Dennis? What do you think? I don't know. We've been talking about it. Um, as you know, <laughs> so, um, yeah, Brian would like to go tomorrow probably, but, um, we did throw out the idea of maybe in the winter because we've never been, you know, around the holidays. And I know Disney and probably Universal, like they kind of changed the decor and everything. So it'd be a little bit different. But again, I'm not making any like set plans with all this COVID stuff happening. Um, but it would be it nice to go. <laughs> that we all need to go to a Star Trek convention. I'm just saying. Yes. 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 <laughs> Yes, I'm yep. having serious withdrawal. So, yeah, yeah, I can't imagine. I'm so sorry. It didn't happen this year at all, right? Obviously, it's it's gonna happen. So when by the time this podcast is out, I will be on a mountain somewhere, and the Star Trek convention will be happening. Yeah, so it's still going on. Well, uh, that's good. Fingers crossed. They kept pushing it back last year so like it was like oh no cancel that's doing in september then december and then so yeah i think vegas is pretty open yeah i don't think it ever really closed no <laughs> no um so all right so i wanted to ask you both of you i need a harry potter world secret i need one of them do you have one this episode of the fox nomad podcast is brought to you by the klingon tourism board look no with its rich history, vast natural parks, and unmatched cuisine, Kronos has something for everyone, even humans. Come enjoy our glorious first city and visit the Klingon High Council Chamber, where the most important decisions of the Alpha Quadrant are decided. From there, eat fresh gach that's more alive than most triples. <laughs> for outdoor adventures, hike the Kethalo lands or go targ hunting with some of Chancellor Martok's personal guides. The Klingon Empire welcomes you if you are brave enough to come here. Brian probably would. Yeah. 
Um, um, well, there's like universal and general secrets that will help you succeed in Harry Potter world, like back entrances, <laughs> side entrances, where to like walk, those kind of things. But like Harry Potter world specifically, ooh. Wait, what's the side entrance? What was all that stuff? What is the there, map? I mean, so there's like a walking, <laughs> so like the walking entrance, um, for people who like live on 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 campus, Jesus, is not is not a college. Uh, people who live on site, um, there's like a walking entrance, and you can kind of you can you have to walk through City Walk no matter what, right? Is the thought, but you actually don't. There's a little. I couldn't explain it without, I'm not gonna explain it effectively how to get there, but there's an entrance, um, at least the last time we went and the time before, so, where you can walk and go through like your own little security thing, cause City Walk is crazy. It's like this huge circle if you've never been, which you all everyone here has, but it's a huge circle with all the security and you can go through it and, and um, it's just packed in the morning and all the time actually and then you have to walk through these big things and then you know it's lines and lines and lines but there's this little like side walkway um like below it away from it where it's just like one or two security scanners and there's just like a couple people that go and you can scan through and like beat the lines in the morning or whenever you enter the park that's really helpful um also like doing single riders amazing because if you get in early in the morning and you're with your party go on the big rides like ride them while the lines are short and then the rest of the day when it's really busy go on the single riders that's what dennis and i did we rode all the big rides together in the morning so we had that experience together and then we would go and do our single rider and i mean uh, maybe like what would you say Dennis? like maybe 25 percent of the time even in single rider they'd be like party of two and we'd be like we're here we're here so uh, (laughs) just doing single rider cuts out a lot of time and it's it's super super great Anything else yeah, I have to say going with Brian um, was really, I mean, it was fun, obviously, but it was also really nice because he knew like he had a schedule in his head and he knows the entrances and he knows like what, which rides get crazy like later in the day and, you know, which ones we should hit up, you know, in the morning where we should go first. I mean, it was like having a personal tour guide um who knew all of the tricks and secrets of the park um because when you do it i mean he's been like i said a million times but when you have a plan when you go into such a huge park it makes things so much easier so you're not getting exhausted just like walking around aimlessly or you know um waiting in super long lines all the time Uh, so it really helped to have someone who's been there and knew what to do all right, so we we need to get a hold of this secret map and then publish it somewhere, like secret <laughs> Harry Potter world map. So I'm I'm gonna push your your fandoms here. All right, so I I have I've come across a few things. Okay, uh, let me let me hold on, let me share my let me see how this works. Oh, it's a cahoot. Be honest. For everyone's listening to this, is probably gonna be no visual maybe, but so this is gonna hear me trying to figure this out all right so i want to ask you guys have you heard about shifting do we know what shifting is i'm getting a a blank not even blank face it's just like (laughs) no no. so i came across shifting um through another podcast i listened to and 
it's a whole thing. So it's just like a thing on TikTok that's taking off and it's Harry Potter related. So they can, the people who quote shift, like go to, there's like a, you know what? Yeah, let me just play one of these for you. Um, it's all on TikTok. So, and I'm going to add, you know what, here, just listen to this. So these are people that think they can go into Harry Potter world by like using their imagination which is cool, but I think this is something else. All right, here, here's just like a shifting, one of the shifting TikToks in this article on Vice. I'm going to tell you how to shift in 60 seconds. Here we go. You can do the standing up, sitting down, laying down. I don't care. You can do this while you're going poop. It is okay. All right, so before you, before you attempt to shift, I want you to meditate for five minutes, either with a guided meditation or whatever meditation uh, technique you like. And then after you've meditated for five second, or five minutes, take a couple of deep breaths, get into the position that you want to shift in, close your eyes, and if you can visualize, visualize your desired reality. If you can't visualize, start using your affirmations. And if you don't like affirmations, just start setting an intention that you want to shift. All right, cool, 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 cool. So hold on, I got to stop this because I don't know what she's on, but... Uh... Uh, so basically you have a desired reality and your current reality. So there's CR and then there's DR. So current reality is like real reality. And then the DR is where you shift, where you go into Harry Potter or Hogwarts world. So, so she's explaining how to do this. I'm surprised you guys haven't heard about this. And it, look, I'm not making fun of it. I will say that the ages of these people seem to range from like older teenagers to people who are like firmly in their 20s. Um, but yeah, so hold on. Here's the rest of it. You may feel symptoms, you may not, but that is okay. So you're now with your eyes closed and you're attempting to shift. What do you do now? When you feel close, I want you to focus on your emotions. If you can't focus on your emotions, focus on your five senses. If you can't focus on your five senses, work on your intention, okay? And then just... Just say it with your chest. Say that you're going to shift with your chest. Go, I'm going to shift. And then you're going to shift. <laughs> I'm going to shift. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> and she did that all in one take. I wonder how many takes it took her to do that whole thing. Because I think she was really trying to get it into 60 seconds. That's why she was talking like she was on something. So you've never heard of shifting? Mm -mm, no, that was, wow. that was intense. Wow. All right. All right. Let's go down the rabbit hole. There's more here. I'm just playing these videos. So these are five misconceptions and myths about reality shifting. And this is from, let me see. This is from 15-year-old Mavi. Okay. All right. So this is a younger person. I think the one we just saw was, I don't know if that was Allison. I don't I don't know. <laughs> is it, it says Melody Pond 248. But... It's, it's like... Yeah, so I think I think the first one we watched was kind of older, but I don't know. So here we go. Here's five misconceptions about shifting on TikTok. Hi guys, welcome to another episode where I tell you all about reality shifting. Today I want to talk about misconceptions. One of the biggest misconceptions about reality shifting is that it's lucid dreaming or daydreaming. That's not the case. Reality shifting is its own thing. Lucid dreaming and daydreaming are exactly that, dreaming. Reality shifting is placing your subconscious in a parallel universe. Totally different topic. Myth two, is reality shifting safe? Yes. It's First of all, I'm just going to stop it there. Myth one, I'm pretty sure these people are just lucid dreaming. I don't, I don't, I don't think you're going to a parallel universe because 
Uh, there's a couple more. I have selected some of the best of these, but I think they're just all lucid dreaming. I think this is what they're trying to achieve. But um, I don't know. Not a, not according to uh, Jamba Smurf. <laughs> She's talking about it like it's a science. <laughs> I mean, these are really popular. These have millions of views. I mean, these uh, there's a, a bunch of shifting TikTok. I'm surprised you haven't. I'm surprised you haven't heard of it. Uh, Same. I'm a daily TikTok user, so I don't know what's going on. Extremely safe. There might be some side effects like drowsiness after, but there's no actual harm that comes to you. Misconception three. As if you just woke up from a nap, right? Like, yeah, you'd be a little bit drowsy. <laughs> can my desired reality come from a 2D TV show? Yeah, it can. Your desired reality is a parallel universe which you make. So ultimately, it could be anything you want. Misconception four. You could get stuck there? No, you can't. It's your subconscious, it's not astral projection. You'll come back. And lastly, misconception five, shifting with other people in it. You could possibly shift with someone else in it, but you won't have the same exact experience. You might have each other in it, but that's about it. Happy shifting. Hi guys. So yeah, so that's another shifting TikTok video. I'm surprised you haven't heard of this. What is astral projection? I'm sorry. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. And there's a thing called scripting too. And I don't know what those things are. Maybe it's in this article. Oh, I'm going to see if we can find it. Uh, shifting. Shifting feels like real life. She explains, I've only shifted to Hogwarts once, but it was amazing. I made so many amazing <laughs> friendships with the trio, Draco and Luna. It was the best time. You guys haven't shifted to Hogwarts, guys? Uh, well, uh-huh. I'm, I'm ready to shift. I'm ready to shift. I'm... Say, it, say it with your chest. <laughs> I'm <a> shifting. <laughs> <laughs> honestly i wish i could do it i just don't know if i believe it but that would be fun but um i think it's i mean lucid i think dreaming. it's just yeah just go to sleep and <laughs> tell yourself you're gonna dream about hogwarts or something yeah because you can train yourself to lucid dream like i've read books on it and, and you can do it so like when you're dreaming you can then realize you're in a dream and then fly or break through walls it's pretty fun i mean you can do it it's like it's not too difficult to do it's like basically just recognizing like certain cues so like when you see something in your dream you go oh when i see that i'm dreaming and then we do it enough times you'll see that and you go oh, i'm dreaming and then you have like a few moments where you can just you're superman you can fly hmm. whatever like so that's you know i think that's what's happening here i'm looking up what the what the whatever she said the ethereal whatever that is there's a lot of draco here right is that everybody wants to shift to see draco right is that that's this he seems to be the popular I mean, right. we love him i guess yeah. <laughs> all right so here's a couple more sorry what is shifting apparently shifting called reality shifting is a way of training your mind to enter a new reality it's nothing new though the whole thing actually started on reddit of course a while ago but it's been picked up on tiktok thanks to the internet's recent obsession with draco malfoy I did not know the internet had a recent obsession with him. Did I you guys know this? It's the same obsession that's always been had with Draco Malfoy. But I don't know. What do you think, Dennis? I mean, Tom Felton is like more... I, yeah. I think people are more obsessed with the the actor, like the real guy, Tom Felton. At least well, I am. I mean, I never had like an obsession with his character, but... I mean, I like him in real life. <laughs> Why is it? Is it? Uh, I mean, he's the blonde bad one, right? Is that sorry? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why. Like blonde baddie, raw. 
Okay. So <laughs> this one, this one doesn't have any audio, it's just music, but it says it's 4 a.m. I just woke up from a shift of eight months at Hogwarts. I want to go back. Let me leave. This girl looks like oh she has God. been crying a lot. I wish she had she speaks in it, but she doesn't. I want to hear the explanation. Oh my god. So that's an eight month shift. How do you shift for eight months at Hogwarts? Where were you in that time? What's going on? Did she just come out of the Chamber of Secrets? She looks like it. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, has she been posting on TikTok? I gotta open up TikTok and find out. Like, has she well maybe no? I mean, also, it's 4 a.m., so she just woke up from, like, okay. sleeping, like, normal <laughs> sleep, well, probably. I mean, there's a bunch of TikToks on her page, so she was definitely, I mean, I, I guess you can shift in TikTok. I don't, I don't know. That is so crazy. Well, yeah. in the Vice article you, you we were looking at, I read, like, as you were scrolling, it was basically, like, people, people in the shifting community would say that... <laughs> It's just more intense than lucid dreaming. But I'm like, have you, do you, can you actually differentiate when you're lucid dreaming when you're shifting? Or do you just think that shifting is lucid? I, I, I'm just confused because obviously it seems like it's lucid dreaming. Well, that's myth number one. It's not lucid dreaming, Brian. You were not paying attention. <laughs> uh, I'm so close minded, you guys. I'm so sorry. It's science, Brian. Oh, I'm working on it. I'm going to go. I'm ready to shift. I'm ready to shift. <laughs> I'm surprised. I, I can't believe I, you guys don't know about this. I'm surprised. All right, here, here's one. Sorry, we'll go, just a few more. I, I'm just fascinated by this. But what if I shift to a place where people don't speak the same language as me? Is it possible that it happens? If you shift to a place that doesn't speak the same language as you, you can script to either speak that language or it'll translate it for you subconsciously. I hope that helped. It did not help at all. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know what the scripting is. Yeah. I'm downloading Duolingo now, I guess. I mean, do... <laughs> what? Uh, and there's all these methods. There's a Raven method. So, yeah, there, there's a bunch of these. Just a few more. So, I, I went to one of these pages. One, this is called Shifting TikTok 123 Shifting Answers. I mean, she has 1.8 million likes. That, that seems like a lot, right? And 80,000 shifting followers. Um, so here's the a few ones that I picked out. One is, what happens if you die in your DR, which is your desired reality? So CR is your current reality. Let's find out. I'm not out. sure if I've already made a video on this or not, but I'm just going to answer it again if I have. So short answer, if you die in your desired reality, you will just wake up in your current reality, which is what will happen. But this is just my personal like point of view. I would recommend scripting that you don't die because you still feel pain unless you script it otherwise. So it will feel like you're actually dying, which doesn't really sound fun to me. <laughs> so, I mean, do it that way you will. You all, all right. So, okay, uh, uh scripting sounds like you know how the first video the 60 second like intense video we watched um how the girl was saying like to meditate and stuff beforehand 
or, you know, yeah, like meditate and say your affirmations or whatever she was saying. It sounds like scripting that like, that's part of it. Like saying what you want to see or where you want to be. So like, I think scripting would be like, I don't want to die in my desired reality (laughs) or whatever. And then you don't, I guess. It's kind of like lucid dreaming. So where you have that, it's like that Voyager episode where Chakotay, everybody's asleep and he's the one that can save the crew and he has to lucid dream and he keeps seeing the moon everywhere. And then he taps his wrist three times and he gets out of the dream. (laughs) Yeah. Look it up. people. Uh, Yeah. So how do you get out of it? Uh, You wake up. (laughs) Okay. He literally said, well, you'll wake up. So you're not shifting? Like, you could have said come back to reality if you really believe shifting wasn't... Okay, anyway. But how do you spend eight months in a shift? That's what I really want to know. Like, that... that, that uh... Okay, so here's the last one. So can you talk about the difference between modern Hogwarts and normal Hogwarts? Because I don't know which one to do. Hmm. Okay, yes. So make sure that you're putting what year you want to go to. So let's say you want to go to your third year. You would put that you want to go to the year 1993. So basically, if you wanted to go your first year, you'd want to put 1990 and so on. I hope that helped. Again, it did not. It, it did not again <laughs> help us. No. So there's a lot of these. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of these, like, from people who are, like, older, too. Um, th- there's, like, a whole rabbit hole of shifting TikToks. I- I'm surprised you guys haven't heard of it, but now everybody has. And there you go. You can go down the, you can make, you can script whatever you want. Wow. Wow. Oh, goody. I can't wait. We have to try it. (laughs) I'll come back. I'll try it after this and then I'll come back to you. I'm, I'm torn on this because I, you know, I like that people are using their imagination. That's good. This doesn't seem to be harming anybody. That's also good. It does seem highly unscientific and not like, subject to critical thinking or reasoning which bothers like worries me but i don't know now maybe people don't really believe it it just gets fused and you know there's also that too right but well i mean it's a lot of people though is the is why i'm like okay clearly people actually believe in this which is why i'm trying not to be rude about it because clearly i think there's a lot of people that believe it which is great for them i'm so happy for them and they're getting a lot of views but it kind of just reminds me of my acting training which is just really fake and bad i'm just kidding but it's really just like (laughs) put yourself in this fake scenario write everything out that's happening in this scene write everything out that's happening in as as your character as your story this is basically what you have to do to act and then and then when it's your scene time go there and i'm like sweetie it doesn't work like that like we all every actor knows who you really are it's not like you're actually transforming i, I don't know very interesting yeah so and I, I had read that what they do is they sleep in a starfish position i think they're trying to introduce yeah like just like that i think they're trying to introduce sleep paralysis you know where you, you kind of half wake up and yeah which is horrifying which is horrifying when it happens but I, i'm guessing that's what it is like is some sort of blend between that or lucid lucid dreaming yeah i mean i would i would say probably a lot of like the younger people that are into this maybe not necessarily the ones who are you know explaining it on tiktok but 
the other people who are following these these experts on shifting that they probably maybe don't know about lucid dreaming or don't know that it's a thing so they think shifting is like this new <laughs> cool I, I feel like craze that other girl was like no we're going straight for you lucid dreamers like no it's definitely not <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's some weird stuff. The internet's some weird stuff. All right. Um, yeah, that's shifting. There you go. So let let let's go on a lighter note. I want you to explain some Harry Potter memes to me because I don't I don't get all of them. So I found this. Nothing crazy. Um, this is on Time Magazine, which wow, Time Magazine really. Now we're we're doing. Harry Potter themes. <laughs> have you have you seen this one? This is the Harry Potter meme where Voldemort hugs. Oh, look, there we go, Draco again. <laughs> have you seen this one? Apparently, this one is a a popular meme. Yeah, I've seen it. I'm sure. I mean, this is this is pretty common. I think for any even remote Harry Potter fan, this is like a f weird, funny moment in the movies that like is unforgettable because it wasn't even like scripted is the is what they say from like it's just that like ralph fiends just like hugged him and it was so weird and now this meme is used in like really uncomfortable situations <laughs> it's it's funny i i use the gif sometimes myself yeah because yeah, you can it see is... how awkward it is <laughs> and then the wand kind of does this weird like he doesn't know where to put that hand it's just like oh let me just you know yeah so I... I like that it's unscripted. That's that's pretty cool because that I feel like the actor then who plays Malfoy is going to be more surprised. Like there's going to be a little bit of more of a genuine kind of reaction. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like in Die Hard when uh, Snape, uh, Alan Rickman. There's a scene I don't even remember it from. I don't think I've ever seen the whole movie, but like where he gets dropped from a helicopter. I think I don't. You've probably seen that as a meme where he's looking up and he's all surprised and he's dropped. Well, he didn't know he was going to actually be dropped. He thought there was going to be something below it, but they actually drop him a lot further. And the look <laughs> of surprise is really surprise on Al Rickman's face. So there you go. Um, oh, Tom Felton tweeted about it. Pretty proud to say I'm probably the only kid that ever hugged Voldemort, even if it was awkward. <laughs> well, every I guess even Voldemort, like needs a hug right i mean no no okay i would say no yeah yeah <laughs> maybe that's his whole issue maybe just he's just he's not love he doesn't have enough love and that's, well, that's why the so whole theme of the book of the of the story is that <clears throat> it all comes back to love that's like the main theme is that yeah. Walmart lacks so much of it that he's so heartless but then in harry potter and the cursed child on broadway the play it comes to our attention. Uh, spoiler alert, but if you don't know this, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. Um, but, like, <laughs> he had a child with Bellatrix. Like, oh. A biological child. So, like, I don't want to even think or talk about what the hell that was like, but, like, that is so um, scary. And that was one plot point that people really thought was, like, confusing. But I guess that doesn't have to involve, like, actual love i don't i don't i don't know what the thought was on that but that's just weird that he has a real child and whatever but does he does he like i would maybe his motivation was like oh now i need another evil you know like someone on my side maybe i can groom like a yeah i, I mean that's kind of up for 
Like, I don't, that was never, like, specified, so I think that's kind of up for <clears throat> your own interpretation, so. So, if, if Harry Potter didn't have any friends, would he become a Voldemort? I think the, the idea is that Harry is different because, like, different from, like, he has a lot of similarities with Voldemort. Like, they share a lot of common skills and traits, I guess, but um the the biggest difference is that harry has love in his life like brian mentioned oh okay okay good theme all right here's a meme that i didn't understand the meme where you need to turn to page 394 (laughs) and i i i just like alan rickman in any pretty much anything he does but i don't understand this meme at all and i didn't read the the story but do you guys get this one 394 oh okay Dennis, do you get it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember this scene um, in the movies. What is it? Tell me. I mean, he's literally telling a class to turn to page 394. Okay. (laughs) It's Yeah, that's all that it is, but it's just the most extra line uh, you've ever heard. He's like, turn to page 394. It's It's so dramatic for no reason. I... If you have ever seen the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, like the Kevin Costner one from way back when, he's in it. He's the uh, sheriff of Nottingham. He didn't want to be in the movie. He thought the script sucked. He told everybody it sucked. He didn't like the direct. I mean, there was like a lot of problems. They decided to do it. They probably got paid well or whatever. Um, And he said he would only do it if he could improvise his lines. So a lot of his lines, because he's so spiteful, in in that movie and he's so full of hate and just doesn't want to be there like he just hates being the sheriff and then when you watch it back you you can you can kind of see it and so i just i don't know i think he's awesome um yeah he's good at playing like the sarcastic you know um like kind of spiteful characters like you know he was like that in the robin hood movie in love actually his character is kind of like that as well and like galaxy quest um and obviously in harry potter like he's so good at that it's awesome yeah they're making a a second galaxy quest they originally had written the script it was going to happen and then alan rickman passed away it was like right very close and now they've rewritten the script to kind of like account for that but um the whole original cast is coming back so that will be cool all right so I've seen this one. This is uh, Hagrid, right? Hag- right? Hagrid. Hagrid. Okay. Yeah. You're a wizard, Harry. I've seen that. It, there's actually tea with that because in the books, it's actually Harry, you're a wizard. So just so everyone's aware of the real line, it's not your wizard, Harry. It's Harry, you're a wizard. That's just for you to know if you if you and actually this is something i do like about harry potter and the cursed child um spoiler alert there's a flashback or a dream that young harry has whatever and it it shows this scene like this whole like scene where hagrid comes in um is shown on stage which is really cool i mean dennis and i saw it together of course and it was so with with my dad (laughs) with my dad and it was so cool to see that like live in front of you like this iconic scene like iconic scene from the movie the books whatever and um Hagrid actually says it accurate to this to like the book to like what was originally written which is Harry you're a wizard so that's kind of a cool little easter egg I guess with this one 
So oh, it meet... says it. It says it on the. It says it on the in the article. I just read that. I promise I knew that before. <laughs> Great. Uh, the, all right, there's a couple more of these. The meme where Harry doesn't have his mother's eyes. So Snape is telling <laughs> Harry Potter, "You have your mother's eyes." I guess. Oh, cause. It, oh, cause he. All right, the eye colors are different. Okay. Yeah, and well, it says it in this article. I, I'm like, let me explain. But the, the Brian is not actually an expert. He's just reading the article. <laughs> I didn't even read the article, so all right, I didn't. Yeah, explain, Brian. Explain. Well, <laughs> he they tried to get the one thing was that J.K. Rowling like was set on in the movie was that like it doesn't matter what well first and foremost they cast daniel radcliffe and then they tried to put the color contacts in and he had a allergic reaction as it says and then they were like they like went to her and they were like do we have to cgi it in because back in 2001 or 2001 that would have been a nightmare and even now i feel like that's just a lot of i don't know what the heck i'm talking about but i feel like that's a lot of work to cgi someone's eye color for every shot and they're like do we have to do this and she was like no, but whoever you cast as Lily has to have the same eyes as him. So they don't have the same eyes at all, but I think like it's the shape that like mm -hmm. they tried to cast for. So I mean, sure, but like I guess people probably remember color more than anything of people's eyes. So that's that's what that's from, I guess. It's kind of like Wolverine. Like, you know, a lot of people were upset because Wolverine is supposed to be short and kind of ugly. And instead, it's Hugh Jackman who's tall and really good looking. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think. I think it I think it works, right? He's 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 awesome in that role. So yeah, you can yeah, it's probably just the shape of his eyes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, okay. These are just more <laughs> more more of the people to great me. pictures. Harry, <laughs> uh, you have your mother's eyes. My life is a lie. Wow, people are really upset about this uh eye color. Oh my god, this is funny. So the Harry Potter meme where Neville's all grown up. Let's see. Oh yeah. Uh, so excited. I mean, it's just a picture of Matthew Lewis from Hogwarts to Hottie. Really? Like, well, if that's you click the... the photo, you'll see the rest of it. Oh god. Oh yeah. well. Okay. There's more to that photo, <laughs> and there's other photos in the same photo shoot. Believe me, I'm sure Dennis and I know. <laughs> he's just lifting his shirt up i just described for people listening he's lifting his shirt up um but we can only see basically like kind of above his chest or kind of really so yeah wait i mean he's shirtless right i mean is this is good yeah what there's a, there's another photo from this photo shoot that's like everyone like the internet blew up about so he's like that's from the same photo shoot i think for this article they just wanted to make it a little bit more pg so yeah he definitely had a glow up um <laughs> as he grew up so what, wasn't it like that kid from was it uh game of thrones that people were talking about like uh which one oh, man i don't i i blurred out game of thrones from my brain after that eighth season yeah after that was bad um uh i don't get this one in response to your little stunt five points from gryffindor uh, so you've passed your potions exam potter 10 points from gryffindor these are really in the weeds now. 10,000 points. Oh, puppy. That's pretty cute. Hey, look, you can get a, a little puppy, like a little, like a suit. Hogwarts yeah, I should suit. get one for Watson. First Halloween. 
All right. So I think that I think we're that covers a lot of the memes. Dobby has no master. All right. I think that's enough. I don't think these are gonna get any better. <laughs> but you safe to say you, you all know those memes. Oh yeah. All right. I've seen a couple. I've seen a couple. My meme game is strong. Um you're on Twitter. That's all that matters. Well, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you both. This is a family affair. This is really nice. Um, this is fun. I, I, I like the Geek Week stuff every year. I just, I don't know. I feel like a lot of nerds to this podcast, no offense. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just fun to talk about something. I don't really know Harry Potter that well, but I appreciate the fandom. I appreciate the enthusiasm. Um, so don't forget to get the shift. <laughs> Say it with your chest. Say it with, Say your, with chest. your chest. I'm going to go. I was just going to say, I'm going to go try that and I'll let you know. I guess if you just type <laughs> shifting and TikTok, all kinds of stuff is going to come up. I can't wait to start following. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you both. Uh, any last Harry Potter words before we finished? Silence. No. <laughs> Thanks, Arnold. And. That's, that's it. Turn to page 394. Turn to page 394. <laughs> All right. We'll all go do that. All right. Thank you again. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.